it's Kitty and Claire. Welcome back to Watch Walking in a Woman's Shoes, and this last episode focuses on the solutions of the issue of sexism. We're going to start off by talking about what the future can look like if sexism is solved compared to if it is not solved. Yeah. So thinking of if there are no more solutions that come about um, with the problem, our children could experience the same thing or even worse than what we are experiencing and the people in our world are experiencing. I mean, social media is, I'd say, a large source of sexism. Yeah, I would say that it can either, like, really combat it or just encourage it. Yeah, and just, like, posts and things could really... And especially with, like, how quickly, like, technology is, like, evolving, I guess. Who even knows what, like, the next generations are going to have and, like, how it's going to affect, like, this gender problem. So if we... If there's no solution to sexism, our children will experience the same thing, and especially with social media ramping up, it could be a lot worse. And also, if it's not solved at all, the workplace could become even worse, and women might still not receive equal pay as men. I mean, they're not receiving it now, and nothing's being done about it really. So if it continues, that would probably be the same. And women would also probably be criticized for the work that they're choosing. I know that it's um, a lot more women are getting into like STEM and engineering and stuff, but it's still kind of like looked upon as, oh, like you're a girl, you shouldn't yeah. be doing that. And I think continuing with jobs that would still be shown in the workplace. So Kitty had talked about what would happen if sexism wasn't fixed. And I'm gonna discuss a little bit just what our world would look like if like it suddenly just magically kind of went away, which it obviously won't. But the first thing that would probably be the biggest note thing would be uh, equal pay. So women would be paid the same as men for the same work that they did. They'd also be given like equality in like their work, whether that's like maternity leave or not wanting to take maternity leave, equality in sports. So they get the same equipment, same pay, same like just everything really. It would just be equal. And then I would also say that we would have safer communities we would be able, women would be able to feel safe whether they were alone or with friends or just like, even if it was just, they would just feel safer in the community, really. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, maybe it would be less looked upon that women would have to go out protecting themselves yeah. and stuff. And it could be more so just, they can just go out instead of being like, oh, it's too late, you can't go out. Like, right. it's not safe anymore. Or you need to have this with you or something, yeah. you know. And then I would also say there'd be a lot of less barrier. There'd be less barriers for girls and women for their dreams and education, because especially with our new vice president, who is a female, that is already inspiring lots of people. So if we could just get like a lot more women in politics and in higher places in government, that would definitely just influence little girls that like, oh, I can really do anything. Or, yeah, I think with the vice president, that's really encouraging for girls who've always gone up, I want to be the first girl president or something. Like, they could actually go for that now. And she's very, I think she's very encouraging about Yeah, I would say that too. And then definitely also, um, people would just value women's opinions and voices more, especially in the workplace, as you talked about. They would just feel a lot more accepted and they would feel like they really deserve to be there because they do right and that's just about a few things that that would happen if sexism was fixed yeah if some solutions were made i think yeah those things could be fixed eventually 
The next thing we're going to talk about is some possible solutions that could help um, reduce sexism in our world today. And something that I found very important in this would be that for us to stop supporting artists who itemize women and use offensive lyrics about women, there are so many songs out in our world that are just so offensive that people I find would, it normal. Yeah. And, I have never really, like, thought about that, but, like, I would just, like, the fact that, like, because these songs are so popular, it's, like, realize right. that, like, oh, yeah, people can just say this stuff about them, and Yeah, it's let's fine. talk about this girl, let's talk about her body. And it's, like, oh, it's just in a song, it's not important, but, like, everybody's gonna listen to that. And, and sing it, like, and think yeah. it's funny, and, yeah, I didn't realize really think about that either but then I was researching and that was something that came up a lot and I was like that is so important in stopping sexism and like also imagine how like the like even if they don't mention names like imagine how like the women in the songs feel just being like and then they're like you can't get mad because like I didn't say your name but it's like yeah but I still don't want people to be talking about about that right and even like when sexism was um worse back in the day the songs about women were nowhere near what they are today they were um about loving a girl or something you know and now they're about like just gross things and things that are just inappropriate towards women so that came from caitlin clerk's weebly.weebly.com in sexism in the u.s today and that was a super important factor i thought in some solutions i agree um another way that i think would help solve is to just stop with all the offensive jokes because even though they might seem funny they could be really offensive to someone and someone could take that personally if they're about women i think boys use it and they think it's funny oh you're a girl oh get in the kitchen you're the dishwasher yeah i would definitely agree with that because also i think another little solution that we could use was to be like to have people speak up about it and like make the issue more talked about because i would say Probably at CJ even too, like there's probably a lot of people who have like dealt with something like that and there's still people who make jokes like that thinking it's not a big thing. Yeah. But then like the people, those people are like thinking about that in their head. Right. I know I've heard boys make many jokes about, oh, like get in the kitchen, you're the dishwasher, like, you know what I mean? And I just think if those stop, that could really help. And I, I know that most boys think of it, take for women to take it lightly, but yeah. at a certain point it just needs to stop. Yeah. And just making comments on the way women look or their bodies or, oh, she's wearing makeup today. Oh, she's not. She doesn't look presentable. Like, I think those also need to stop because, again, they could just be a joke, but they could also be very offensive. And that is sexualizing a girl. And so I think that those could really, those solutions could really encourage the end of sexism in our world today. I agree. So um, the next thing we're going to talk about is what other countries and just people in the, around the world have been trying to solve sexism. And so the website I'm using is ACLU.org, and this is 12 things other countries have done to promote gender equity. And the first country is Germany, and they have a Wage Transparency Act, which basically means that if a woman wants to know what, if one of her colleagues is making more of one of her male colleagues is mm-hmm. making more than her, she can basically see the medium of like six male colleagues and it can go either way, male or female. She can see the medium of it and then of their salaries and then be able to say like, okay, that's about my salary. And if it's not, she can immediately fix it basically. Oh, that is kind of nice. That's cool. Um, the next thing is in Rwanda and they have a law that says political represent- representation needs to be at least 30% of parliament seats are for women. So at all times, they have 30% of their parliament seats reserved for women. So then they can have a say in what happens in their government. That is, I think that would really help. I know. Our yeah. Work, just because I think 
politics is like, oh, a man should step up and take a seat or whatever. Exactly. And just some facts about the parliament right now is that uh, 31% of their lower chamber is women and 38.5% of their upper chamber is all women. So that just like, I can't imagine how much that just really like affects right. the lives of the people. There. Yeah, that is kind of cool. That's really interesting. And then in Iceland in 2018, they um, started a new law that required companies to show their if their wages were equal. And if they did not get certified by the overall government, if they weren't equal, they would be fined daily unless they said, unless they started paying their people equal or they started showing that like, yes, we're paying, paying them equally. Them the so they would get fined every single day if they did not pay their employees the same. That's and then the next one I'm going to talk about is in Norway. And this is kind of like the parliamentary represents, represent system in Rwanda, except this one is women must take up at least 40% listed of a company board. And if they don't, the company would basically be dissolved. So that basically means that women need to be able to make at least like 40% or give that amount in decisions in the company. Yeah, that is, that's important too, I think, in a workplace yeah. especially. So those are all great things other countries are doing. And I think if the U.S. could take after some of those, then it could be a lot better here because it clearly looks like yeah. sexism is better in those countries than it yeah. is today here. Like in just about 70, 70 countries have had a woman be like president in their country and the U.S. still has not. Yeah. That, and we are always talking about, oh, the U.S. is so great. The U.S. is like forward in so many ways. But there's but we so still many things have. we could do to fix yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, so now Claire's going to talk about some statistics statistics in the U.S. about um, equality and yeah. gender. Uh, all of these facts are from weforum.org and countries that are close to the gender equality. And basically, uh, the first, all of the top rated, out of the 10 top rated countries for gender equality, five of them have women as their lead of government, which okay. I just kind of think says something. Yeah. And then also the current, the, well, the current gender gap left to close is 31.4%. So that is completely global out of everything there. There's still 31.4% that we have to close to make it completely equal. And at the rate of change, we are closing the gender gap. It's not going to take, it's going to take about a hundred years until we're finally closed. closed. But at least it's slowly it's trying slowly to moving close. There, yeah. But like a hundred years is still a long time. Quite a long time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just a little fact, the U.S. is also ranked thir 53rd in the world for gender equality. Gotcha. So we have a big responsibility to try and take care of this, especially as our generation really wanting to stop sexism. We have to work for that. I, I agree. Um, and so ways that we can do that is just addressing the issue more often. I feel like it's not talked about enough in I at least agree. to me, I don't. I don't think I'm really talked to it about. No, so, and even if I am, it's just someone being like, you know, what's happening in the world. Right. Be careful. And or just, just like, like well, things I already know. We should like discuss like what is happening in the world. Like, how is it a problem, and how you think like we should go forward with and it. fix it. Right. Yeah. And so I think what we need to do is just we need to start addressing it more and making it more known that it's something we want to change because yes. It is something that's wanting to change in the world, but I don't think it is made known as much as it should be. I agree. And I would also say, like, along with, like, people making jokes, I would also say that, like, 
when a, like a girl can make jokes too except like when she's when she makes a joke like that it can if guys hear it it'll be like oh well she's fine with not caring about it she's fine with joking about it i should right. be able to joke about it which yeah. is not really the case and, and i think it should go two ways it does it really does and i think we need to teach younger boys that just to be respectful yeah. and same goes for women but just, especially boys especially boys i would say like yeah, just stop with the boys will be boys mentality, especially. Yeah, because it's not boys will be boys. Or it's, yeah. it's not all boys. It's like we just need to teach all the boys to yeah. be respectful and show that they really do care about women. Exactly. And care about their equality because they're receiving the equality and they know that we should be too. But it's not like they're receiving it. So they're like, mm, what else do I have to do? Right. Which is why I think fathers need to teach their sons to uh, yeah. make sure that they're doing that. And then they can fix the issues. Yeah, they can fix the issues about that. So those are some of the ways we think solutions could be resolved for this problem and our responsibility in the problem. So thank you so much for listening to Walking in a Woman's Shoes with Kitty and Claire. And this was the last episode. So, so thank you. Yes, bye. bye.